Yo, dog. We heard you like podcasts, so we put ancient memes in your podcast so you can remember how fucking old you may be in relation to Pimp My Ride. I'm your host, G to the A to the V to the Real, and these are my boys from Azeroth Coast to Coast, Kevin. Hello. And Chris. Yo, dog. Last week, the wonderful Arlie and I discussed really, you know, whatever was on our minds at the time. And uh, this week, we're going to take a dive into meta-based games. Uh, we'd like to remind you, as always, to knock, knock, open up the door, it's real, with a non-stop pop-pop of stainless steel. Oh, Hello, gentlemen. Hi! Hello, Gavril. My I spoken word key. DMX like that. Yeah, the cat The cat decided to scream during our introduction, our, 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 our quiet point of five oh, seconds. So it's going to be real fun for uh, Kevin to edit out. Little kitty. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, boys, how are we doing? Good, good, great, good to how hear. Uh, Chris, since you have the uh, least to talk about, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, start your week off, buddy? No, I didn't say least to talk about. Just I didn't want to fill it in. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been. I got back into World of Warcraft. I jumped back in. I've been leveling a rogue. I've been having fun with that. I've been doing some uh, world quests and some, some uh, mythic runs. It's fun. I'm getting back into the swing of it because, you know, two weeks till pre-patch. So I'm excited. Ish. Is that confirmed? There's no, no confirmation. There's no confirmation, but it's based on previous expansions. You usually get about between four to six weeks of a pre-patch. Hmm. So two weeks at, at, the, at the earliest, and I'm excited. Um... I've been playing some Heroes of the Storm. I got a lot of the Alterac quests done. I'm on the Play 10 Games as a Warcraft Hero part, which is the last one. So that's, yeah. Win 10 Games as a Warcraft Hero. Yes, that's hero. the one. Win 10 Games. And I've just been playing Kill'thas and screwing people over. And it's so much fun. <laughs> um, I resubbed to Final Fantasy 14. Of course I'm, you did. You, quiet you. I love 14. 14's fun. My Astrologian is a badass. Love my astrologian. Um, what else did I do? I have been playing a crap ton of D and D, but sadly we've missed your one for a little while. <laughs> I think we're going on a month now. Yeah, we haven't played main campaign, but we got main campaign on Tuesday, and I'm excited. Yeah, uh, uh, regrettably, you know, uh, it's still going to be down a player on it, and that makes me sad. Jaeger her, huh? What? Jaeger her. What? It's just where you play her. Okay. I was waiting for it. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> was that supposed to be Little John? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my god. What? What else did I do? I I have also that's getting clipped by the jumped way. Jumped back into Star Trek Online because the new expansion launched. <sighs> I, love it. I think I mentioned that to you like three weeks ago, didn't I? <laughs> Well, the, that it was launching, it's not long launched. I think it's been out for like two weeks now, Chris. Oh, then I suck. Yeah, I'm pretty certain I mentioned that like two or three weeks ago. That I it thought it launched live. in June, not July. July, so not pff- June, you mean? Yeah, that's what I meant. I thought it launched in July, not June. Um, So I'm a little behind on it, but I'm getting there. It's fun. I'll... Go in. I'm still not finished with the entire like main campaign for Federation, so I am a little bit behind on it. some of it because you can skip some of it, but there's bits that I want to go back and do. There's so. sequence breaking. There's too much fucking sequence breaking in that game. 
I did like half the late game quests before I finished like the early game campaign. Yeah, because you can mm. because you level up so quick now. It's all just story driven and I love it. Go ahead, continue though. I'm done. Perfect. Chris. <laughs> Kevin. Other person. Yeah. yeah. What was your week like, buddy? Um, I finally got back from Texas and um of note for the show, I'm moving to Texas in August. So that's Woo! cool. I found a place and everything, so that's why I wasn't that's why I was missing last week. He gonna be a Texan. Um, yes, I'm gonna be a Texan. No, he won't be. All right. He sure as fuck won't be a Texan. Listen, y'all. I gotta get used go. to saying that. He's already that. getting there. He's already getting there. Listen, Listen y'all. Now, son, there's a lot more about that that you gotta get on into before you can start talking like a Texan. All right. All right. You'll you'll have to give me lessons. All right. Um. Um. I. I no. 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 Tell them. What dumbass city you picked? I'm uh, moving to Austin. The most Austin, expensive part Texas. of Houston, of Texas. The most expensive part of Texas. Yeah, because that's the only place that people want to be in Texas. Bullshit. Take a look at the growth rates for Houston, asshole. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fastest growing city in the U.S. You're very Houston. You're very pro Houston. I understand because it's that. cheap as fuck to live here. Okay. That is right. literally ninety percent of the reason. Maybe maybe I'll move in with you then when you uh, get your house. Uh, no. He'd rather right. cut himself. I would <laughs> rather I would rather castrate myself. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's that's harsh. Strong, um, I have strong beliefs, Kevin. He has said worse harsh. things to both of us. <laughs> that that's ranking right up there with saying that I should have been aborted as a child on my birthday. That was a pretty no, no. good one. No, no, that was a pretty good poster burn. child for abortion poster. on that your was birthday. A pretty right. good one. I mean, being a poster <laughs> child kind of is predicated on the fact that you weren't aborted. So, I mean... Jesus. I mean, at least you've got that going for you. All right. So and now what Kevin did I... gets uncomfortable about abortion jokes. Um, well, what did I do? What did I do? Well, I ended up doing some raid achievements with the guild. Okay. They were happy. They were um, nice enough to go back to the Nighthold and help me um, to get two more kills on Spellblade Alarial, and I finally got my moose. So, yay! Rats. I've been working on this for like four months, I think, or longer. But so, are you? Are you decided to become a mount hoarder like me? I don't know if I'm a mount hoarder per se, how many but I just do you have? I just like to get mounts that Stone doesn't have. Ah, how many mounts do you he have? He has a mount head. I don't know, like under fifty. Okay, we need to get you some mounts. We need to get you some no. ways to find the mounts, and I have plenty of ways to do that. So I will oh. help you. I feel like he's trying to give me like heroin, Gavril. <laughs> it's kind Essentially. of he's trying to get me hooked. Essentially, yes. All right, Kevin. You know how many times that like, Chris and I mentioned like our circuits of failure, circuits yes. of disappointment. Yeah, that's what he's trying to get you started on. Yeah, I'm trying to get you started. Yeah, on your I, own circuit. I basically want eight junkies sitting outside of a raid somewhere, just waiting to go in, like scratching their scratching their arms waiting to go in to get oh, their mouth. No, no, no. Kevin, you mean one person sitting outside of a raid. They go in for five minutes, and then another person appears outside the raid. They go in for five minutes. Another person appears outside the raid. They mm -hmm. go in for... It's one person just cycling through, like, 20 characters. I used yeah. to do that. So I used to do that back in the day, but I got so fucking... I, I just... My heart broke every single week. I just picture a methadone clinic where they're going in. <laughs> And like they're just scratching their arms, just like oh, I want to get my mount. 
and oh, then they go in and there's no methadone for them and they no just methadone. leave. Um, but no, it, it's it's actually just the same junkie nine times, just with a slight palette swap. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just a different hat. Just a different hat. Different hat. That's a, a different mustache. hat on. <laughs> different hat and a fake mustache every time. <laughs> and that is the description of mount collectors, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> and it's coming from two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I mean, Stone got this mount, so I can't say I have it, and he doesn't. But you know. It's a nice mount anyway. Plus, I'm getting a bunch of mounts because I have a high mountain tauren. So, moose on moose is what I'm going for as my theme uh, for the <laughs> high mountain tauren. That's bestiality. <laughs> is it though? I want a moose riding a moose, okay? Is it though? Because they're both mooses. It's still no, bestiality because one has normal. no sentience. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they both lack sentience. I mean, come on. Wow! 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 All right. Then bans so, on High Mountain Torn. So. Can can we get through the first section of the show? I no. mean, I don't find out. Somebody made me minimize the window for this, so I have no idea how long we've been going. Well, too long. Vicious already skipped ahead to the main topic. All right. <laughs> those um, meta jokes. Those fourth wall breaking <laughs> meta jokes. Thanks, Deadpool. All right. <laughs> Heroes of the Storm. I am also doing the quest to try to get all of my Alterac Valley. I don't even know what the hell it's called. Did you called. pick Horde or Alliance? Alliance. Horde. Alliance. Um, and since I was away from like Wednesday to Sunday last week, I got a lot of time in on the Switch. Um, I played the whole Octopath Traveler demo, which was awesome because they let you play up to three hours and they save your progress. And once you buy the game, you can pick up where you left off. Um, the only problem I saw with that is that they still let you play after the three hour mark, but if you try to save it, it just doesn't save your progress. So like, I think there might be some people who play beyond three hours and then try to pick up where they left off and realize that they get booted back to the three hour point. So it's, I mean, it's a little interesting how they decided to implement that, but I think the game is pretty fun. There's a lot of time where you're just sitting around and listening to dialogue. So Keep that in mind if you decide to pick up the game. It's not just like, you know, getting in the constant turn-based uh, fighting things. So that's interesting. I picked up Hollow Knight because um, Guth from the guild played it on Twitch and it looked fun. So I picked it up for Twit or for uh, Switch. And it's, uh, it's a really fun game. I like the customization options with, they have like a, kind of like a relic system where you can like, tweak your character a little bit here and there and it's pretty cool but when you die some of the runbacks uh, from the save points are kind of annoying as hell so um it it does punish you if you die it's it's not just like you can just you know play it a hundred times and be fine so um that's interesting playing a little bit of hyrule warriors which is still fun although i'm kind of getting burnt out from that game because it's just do the same attacks over and over and over again to hundreds of monsters. And in big news, I renamed my character to F-U-R-T-I-N, Furtin, which was my original character name from EverQuest. So my main in World of Warcraft is now the same as it was in EverQuest, and I always write with the world. So that was cool. Wasn't it already called Furtin? It was F-I-R-T-I-N because that name was taken, and I'm assuming because there's data share between the original server that I was on, which was um, Airy, uh, Airy Peak, and um, 
Dalaran. So you paid for a name change to swap a U, an I, I to a U. I absolutely did for one letter. I absolutely did. It mean that much to me. So, yay. Okay, That's, you do you, boo boo. Yep. Hey, I've heard of dumber things that you guys have done. So don't even go there. Fair. I'm done. I played Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. You even said that you would be around this week to play games and you weren't. I wasn't. Like, this week ended up being a lot more crazy for work than I anticipated it to be. I was pulling 12 and 13 hour days at work. That's ridiculous. Well, that's what happens. Work. That's kind of what happens when you try to shove. Uh, 200 and you, you, you attempt to shove 281 hours of shit into a 249 hour bag. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had 280 hours worth of workload to complete and they gave us 249 hours to complete it. So. Yay. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, and I also had to help other people do their work too. So yeah, I was running 12 and 13 hour shifts all week. So that was real fun. Um, I bought, Dark Souls Remastered. I'm gonna go play and stream Dark Souls Remastered. Woo. Cool. About it. About all my week was. Listen to feedback. Like to, I'd like to see that. I, so, I will definitely. I will definitely do that. Let's go to Twitter first. <clears throat> Twitter. Twitter. Uh, Lazy AI uh, at uh, Integral AI said uh, about last week's show. Uh, our hosts out themselves as neckbeard phobes. Uh, reason number 3,459 to not pre-order games. Um, some adbo about vanilla World of Warcraft and dev Q&A. A distinct lack of arguments and dead horse beatings. I, I agree with what Lazy AI says. I went back and listened to the show and these two neckbeards go off on some <laughs> vanilla WoW tangents like you can't imagine. In fairness, I think it would have been even worse if I was there. Probably. <laughs> yep. Yep. So much worse. It would have been a circle jerk of old vanilla wow shit. I'm so excited for classic. <laughs> I. What are you guys gonna do when you actually have classic and you're not gonna be able to like reminisce about old vanilla? I'm wow. gonna it's definitely gonna be, be able crazy. to sit here and fucking reminisce about vanilla the whole. Oh fucking yeah. Time. It's like Chris. Chris. But yeah. 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 I, I got to fucking Fellwood. Yeah! <laughs> Guess what, though? What? I'm the one who has to fart and run ton tubers. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'll be, I'll is, be doing the same. It's this is be absolutely so why. We need to do Vanilla Wowcast and do a guild. Where Vanilla I, WoW. I'm gonna... I, I never got to level as Horde in Vanilla, so I'm very excited to do it this time around. I was Alliance, so I'm very excited to level as Horde. We won't, get, we won't get Fear Ward because we won't have Dwarf Priest, but we will get Tremor Totem and Shamans. So when we'll win. have to talk about that offline. Vanilla Wildcast. You're, could you're gonna get Sentry Totem. Mm. Yeah. Wait, was it okay. Sentry Totem? Vanilla. We had Maybe. no feedback from LB. <laughs> we had no feedback on SoundCloud. We did have some feedback on Discord from listener of the show and friend of the show, Vish. She says that she loves when D3 came out. She had some, uh, she likes URL and she loves the instant mounting on URL. I haven't got to play her yet, but she's really fun. That looks fun. Um, 
No on Destiny. It's a fail purchase, whatever that means. It's basically what we've been saying since last year. It was people regret failure. buying it. Oh, oh, Destiny. Purchase. That was in regards to Destiny. Yeah. She says rip world PvP. Now, what did you guys talk about regarding world PvP? Literally didn't. I don't think so. Mm. We did at least. I don't remember. Like, Arlie and I just kind of had a conversation. I think PvP is going to be better in Battle for Azeroth. I was going to say, because you can actually choose to PvP. And I know personally from my standpoint, currently I'm on a PvE server, but... I've always been on a PvP server up, up until Legion. Legion was the first time I ever played on a PvE server, and I don't like it. I miss being able to just jump on people and murder them. But um, oh, I know what we mentioned. Uh, the, we mentioned about war modes and the benefits of being under war mode. That's oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So, so I'm. I know personally for me, I'm always going to have war mode turned on. It's never going to be off. There's going to be some perks too, right? For war mode. That, that's, well, that's what I was saying. Didn't exist. Even if those didn't exist, I would still have it on. Okay. Um, yeah, so because tier is going away, so we're not going to have tier, so that will be really fun when we're raiding in the next So expansion. happy about that. Yep. And she's glad that simming will be gone. How How is simming going away? <laughs> I missed that. Because if you no longer have tier, you no longer really have to worry about simming your character. Because simming was the process by which you determined if a piece of gear was superior to what you had already. Without tier, you're basically just going to go, okay, which one gives me the greatest numerical boost to the stats I want? Which you don't Perfect. really need a sim to do. And then use that. And then use that, exactly. It's literally going to like the Diablo style of okay. gear without sets, but just without set bonuses. That's like my ideal. Like Diablo style without sets. That's my ideal. I will say I I'm kind of annoyed about the art, the, the, not the artifact, um, the Azerite gear because you have to go to a city to change your spec on it. I had to go to the fucking Plaguelands to do shit for my artifacts. I had to go to the goddamn Vendicar to fucking do my goddamn relics. You can shut the fuck up. I had to do that too. Yeah, and what class did you play? Demon Hunter. Yeah, you just go to Dalaran, asshole. Hmm. Quiet you. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the shoutouts. Thanks, Vish, for your feedback. Shoutouts today Thank for the US, the UK, Czech Republic, Denmark, and Australia. I don't think we've had anyone reach out from Denmark. Please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I think it's because I said that you are now the king of Denmark. Hmm. <laughs> you got your finger stuck in a dike. and we're on a watch list somewhere because of that no i said you got your finger stuck in a dike and you were elected president of denmark and we had denmark listeners as a result that's pretty weird i don't know bro i'm just saying all right i someone is listening to our podcast and picking out keywords and we're getting flagged by the government. Is that what's happening? Yes, entirely. Yes, this is the number 23, or I think it was the number 23. What, was that the one with Jim Carrey? The serious drama he did? Wasn't it 13? I don't remember. I thought it was 23. I thought it was 13. I know there's a three in there. Who watches Jim Carrey movies anymore? Hey, it's a good movie. It's a decent movie. Mm. It wasn't bad. Well, if it's relevant, I'll have to watch it now. Um, so, real quick before we jump into news real fast. Mm -hmm. um chris 
Yes. Hey, uh, if you haven't listened to the show last week, which I don't think you did. I haven't had time, sorry. Um, uh, I've got a proposal for you. Okay. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to potentially uh, sit down and uh, talk with you and uh, Miss Arley. And, okay. and possibly look at uh, possibly look at some nerd shit uh, on audio. D&D nerd shit? General. General nerd shit on audio. I'm up for that entirely. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that at a later date in time. I just wanted to throw that out there as a teaser. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm up for that entirely. <laughs> because I, I Are you do, guys if it's creating a nerd shadow shit, podcast on our, if, sh- on our podcast? If it's general yes. nerd shit, you and I have so many things to discuss about Mordekainen's. Yes, we do. We have so much. To we have so Mordecai. many things to discuss about Mordekainen's. So that, that's a completely <laughs> separate thing. Fucking news this week. Chris, tell me what the fuck is happening in World of Warcraft. Oh, Kaleidokale. So, uh, we were told a while ago that the Mobile World of Warcraft Armory app will be going away. Uh, they brought us Rip some more... Rip Remote informa- Auction House. Rip, Rip Remote, Remote Auction House. house. They did give us some more information on what's actually going to be happening with the Remote Auction House entirely. Uh, the support for it will be uh, uh, will be going away as of July the, the 11th. Um, the, the app will essentially be shut down at that point. But, uh, based on community feedback and what people have been talking about on the forums and things, uh, multiple things from the app will be moved over to the Legion Companion app, which will be redesigned to become the new World of Warcraft Companion app. Uh, This will They haven't given us much details on what's coming, but a lot of the main features that are in the app currently are getting moved over for us to use in the new Companion app, which I'm very happy about. We will not see a mobile armory. Uh, mobile auction house. Mobile auction I don't house. think we'll see an auction house. We'll see an armory, obviously. obviously. I think they'll incorporate the guild chat because that was quite handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I do agree. That I don't think we'll see a new mobile armory itself because there mobile was a lot of stuff. House. That's what I meant. Auction house. There was a lot of stuff that it just wasn't getting used. Let's, let's be honest. And a lot of people did use it, but the people that a fraction, the, the people that used the mobile auction house were power users. Yeah, because it was in some cases to run the mobile auction house for bulk sales and bulk purchases. Yep. But in general that's a fraction of the community in regards to any power user for any part of the game. It's like any mythic high-end raider. They are a, they are a small fraction of the raiding community. Yeah. And and if you're doing power level type of or you know like super user type of stuff in the auction house you're doing it through trade skill master on a pc you're not no you're not dude dude, the mobile armory was super fucking efficient the mobile armor was better than any of the actual add-ons like a lot of things really simple as long as the auction house as long as the auction house part of the mobile armory didn't shit itself i was posting i was capping out at one point on my auctions I just only through use, the mobile armory. I only use the mobile armory back in Cataclysm. Like I was capping out all of my auctions, both my uh, on my sales on the mobile armory because it was so easy to split stacks and run stacks that way. If I was doing something in game, I would log out, go on the armory, and just do it there because it was easier. The app was efficient, and the UI was a lot better than anything the add-ons come up with. And I was able to monitor mm. my auctions and monitor sale values and when i was undercut and things like that through mm-hmm. my phone so i could be doing something completely fucking different yep and i could just do this through my phone instead of having to be tethered to my computer the whole time yep i can do a lot of that in trade skill master 
like not a one button click. Phone. Not from yeah, your not phone. Not from your phone. Not from your phone True. while you're out in desolous True. questing. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, they need to fix their mobile app problem in general. Okay. I mean, it's Companion app has been fucking amazing. The yeah, both both the mobile armory app is great, and the Legion companion app are fantastic. Now, now, Chris, I, remember I the mobile armory app was garbage. To start with okay, the mobile armory app was money. fucking garbage when it started, and it, and cost, it cost money me. to get. It's free now. It was it was free for a very long time, but hmm? they have they've they've made so many improvements to it. I mean, it's not it's not terrible, but it's not no. great. It's the the no. Legion companion app was. On point. Now, now we did why, just why interrupt Kevin. So we did. why can't Sorry. we just have a single app to roll them all? That's, what, do they're doing. Point. That's what they're That's doing. What they're doing. Okay. They're converting the Legion app into the overall World of Warcraft companion app, which is going okay. to be updated for everything in the future. So it's going to have your war campaign Thank in it God. and stuff like that. And oh. then whatever comes out in 9.0 will be converted to that. Now, here's the thing: Do you think they're going to drop off Legion support in that app once mm-hmm. the new yeah, expansion comes right, out? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Hmm. Or, or, or what like they that. may do, what they might do is like whatever character you have selected, it might bring up the active stuff for it. But I doubt that. That's a good point because if you have characters that are still in Legion content, yeah, it exactly. might bring up those characters for Legion stuff, and then Battle for Azeroth for specific characters that are moved on. Yeah, so I can see them doing something like that. So say you 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 pick your your level one oh five, yeah, it might give you the Legion battle maps. And if you pick your character that's, you know, 112, it'll give you the BFA Dandelari battle maps. Yeah. Hmm. And we'll see. But it, it's nice that they're do- moving to a single app. Yeah. Yes. It is. It's very nice. I'm very happy with that. I'm going to miss everything about the mobile armor or the mobile auction house. But yeah. you know what? We have we have our Brontosaur mount. This, what is it? Five million gold? Five million gold. Which is several hundred dollars? What, what is it? 23,000 gold is a WoW token? Uh, it's like 340 in the year. In the, in the year in a... I, said, I meant 240, sorry. Um, so, yeah, that's like a couple hundred bucks for that if guy. You do, plus. If you do like a bunch of world quests that grant you gold, you probably have a fair bit of money sitting around now. Five million? I mean, or if you did a bunch of stuff in um, uh, the last expansion, Warlords of Drainer, there was a I bunch of gold stuff. I'm going to look at it this way. When I go into BFA, I'm just going to sell all of my stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm that's, just going to I'm going to take advantage of the market when it opens because I normally yeah. don't. I normally like to just level my trade skills so that I have my jewel crafting stuff ready to go. I'm just going to sell literally fucking everything. Well, I'm a demon hunter. So uh, with, uh, what's it called? With uh, inscription and herbalism. So all I can really do is sell the herbs. Because you can't really do much from inscription anymore. Which kind of sucks. I can make some yeah. vanish runes. Are they are they carrying over? Are they still a thing? I They did just recently do a, uh, a post about that not too long ago, I think. About, I need uh, to read that. <clears throat> About uh, trade skill changes. Because when Legion came out, I was the guy that made all the talent changes for everybody. And had the codexes ready to go. They'll probably still have that. Yeah, it's it's very likely. It's the Vantus runes I'm worried about. I want to keep them because they were they made some money. <laughs> oh yeah, Vantus runes. That was well it's like it's funny because they made them specifically for that poor purpose. Purpose. Yeah. Um 
Bone Scorching was actually profitable. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the Battle for Azeroth preview. Okay, okay. so we've got so we've got multiple Battle for Azeroth previews that they've went over in the last week. We've got uh, changes to the PvP ranking system, uh, which I'm not going to go into too much detail on because I know crap all about PvP rankings. Um, but uh, we will have a full link to the new tier systems and rating bands. I think it's loosening the band, isn't it? It is loosening the bands from what I can tell from my novice kind of no- knowledge of it. Um, it does look like it cha- changes the overall uh, tiers and ratings for uh, for the PvP uh, brackets. Uh, but we will have a full link to that article on the show notes for you to gloss over. We did also get a preview of the new Alterac Highlands, which will be getting a revamp based on the Warfronts that are coming in battle for Azeroth. Uh, these uh, redesigns are essentially take the map for the Warfront and pluck it straight down onto the Arathi Highlands. It's a complete redesign of the zone. It's very pretty. We've got some gorgeous new models uh, for a lot of the elementals in the zone. Um, it, it just looks great. I'm very excited for Warfronts. I haven't had a chance to play them on beta yet, but I'm very, very excited for them. Um, and the big one. The new login screen for World of Warcraft for Battle for Azeroth. It is active. It is beautiful. It is so pretty. I love it. I'm not going to tell people what it is. Go look. It's all on MMO Champion or wait and, or, or install the PTR. It's all, it's all there. It's so pretty. Um, and real quick, in response to something LB has posted uh, in the chat, uh, yes, rating bands will still exist. Um. So it goes from 14 to 2400. There are five bands uh, within that. And those are formal brackets now. I think LB was talking about the map bands. I think LB misunderstood what I said because I kind, I'm Texan. So I kind of dropped my D a little bit. Sometimes. And I also dropped my D when being Scottish and shit. And you giggled at that. You nasty. You get it. Drop of the D's. <laughs> um, for you, Chris. Yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so the 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 the, the ranking bands, bands. Uh, will still exist. <clears throat> if that was what you were talking about, if not, I'm sorry, LB, that I've derailed my own show because of you. Mm-hmm. Um, eight point P- uh, PTR is live and has the artifact retirement quest chain on it available for testing. So if you are looking for spoilers and just want to test out the content. Go for it. It is all there. I know personally I haven't installed the PTR because I'm running the beta, so I don't have to because <laughs> it's the same content getting tested. Um, but, yeah, it's all there. We now know what's going to happen with the artifacts. Um, yeah. It's expected. Sad faces, motherfucker. Sad faces. I don't want to be I I'm going to miss my artifact. I love my artifact. I'm going to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I I just want to know if Aloneth and Zalatash can still talk to you. As far as I know, yes. Hmm. As I far as I so. know, if you transmog into one of them, they still talk to you. As far as I know, I could I be hope wrong. So I like Alu. I like his Alatath. Um, you Alaneth can, can go fuck himself, her, his, yeah. her him, him, whatever self. Uh, you can watch the Mythic Dungeon Invitational Global Finals that are taking place right. Now, uh, they right the they now. started they started on June twenty second, and they will be going through till the twenty fourth. Uh, I believe they're on the Wild Twitch channel. Yeah, cool. I believe so. So, uh, have a look on there for the schedules. Uh, I re- I I I was a big 
complainer about the whole mythic invitational thing at the start of it, but I've been watching it. I've been really enjoying it. I didn't think yeah. mythic could actually be an esports. <laughs> Great, I love it. Good. Um, last bit for Warcraft news. Uh, services uh, are all on sale. Uh, as far as twenty five percent off. Yes, twenty five percent off on everything. Um. The only one that isn't is the boost, which is still at its full price, but server changes, faction changes, um, race change, name change, appearance change, they are all at a 25% discount. Yep. Huh? Yay. Huzzah. Go do your stuff. (laughs) Go do your shit. Uh, To kind of blitz through the rest of this, uh, Diablo Season 14, which is the first of the themed seasons, the Season of Greed, which means that uh, Treasure Goblins will spawn in pairs instead of individuals. It'll be a clone of the first one, uh, is live on D3. I believe that was uh, middle of this week or early late last week. I can't remember. Um, Hearthstone, there's not a whole lot going on right now um taverns of time is still going on for like a couple more days um it's super fucking fun and this is the most fun i've had with arena in a long time nice um and it's really sad that it's gonna be going because i won't play any fucking arena after this is over um uh chris uh, Echoes of Alterac went live this week the actual battleground itself we had the event mm-hmm. kicking off uh, two weeks ago but the the battleground itself is live and with it comes a crap ton of new Warcraft based skins and bundles and they're so pretty <laughs> I want yeah. them all <laughs> the Ariel and Sapper bundle is I will definitely buy it I am I'm trying to get the price so down so tempted to buy the Drek'tar bundle the Rexar Drek'tar I'm so so tempted Thar. Drek'tar Quiet you. I will say it how I please. By the way, have either of you guys won on the new Alterac Valley map? Yes, I, I don't play HOTS. I have. I ha- I lose all the time. And I'm sad that. because I was playing Alliance and I wanted the Horde to win. <laughs> <laughs> Did you self-sabotage? No, I was tempted, but it was re- <laughs> I didn't, so... <laughs> right. I didn't see much in Overwatch, but there's a bunch of esports stuff always going on. Check the website for news if you care about that. Gavril, there is some StarCraft 2 news. StarCraft 2, the summer sale for 2018 is live. There's a whole bunch of shit that is on sale. Uh, There are uh, skin bundles from the war chests, the co-op commander bundles. Is Abathur on sale? Abathur is indeed on sale. I will buy Abathur right now. Um, Abathur is, in fact, $2.49 commanders. There are actually only two (sighs) commanders that are on sale. It's going to be Abathur and Alarak. They are both $2.49. The big one, though, is the campaign collection which is all three of the core games slash expansions. Uh, so that is Wings of Liberty, Heart of the Swarm, and uh, Legacy of the Void, along with Nova Covert Ops, are is on sale for 20 bucks right now. Jesus. That's a cheap game. That is that is a lot of content uh, for uh, 20 bucks. I feel personally, and this is not coming from me as a StarCraft player, this is coming from me as just a general gamer, uh, twenty bucks for four campaigns is not bad. That's that's exceptionally good. It's it's a good deal. It's a good price. Even if you don't really, if even if you're only like if you're just kind of like, eh, I kind of want to play StarCraft. Um, I kind of like StarCraft. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good deal. Uh, also, uh, the new co-op mission Cradle of Death is out. Uh, it is based on an arcade, uh, map. 
and uh, it's uh, interesting. It's fun. Uh, Co-op commander number 13 win, please. I think it's 13 at least. Uh, commander 13 win, please. Blizz, please. Blizz, Blizz. Kevin! Kevin's dead, man. Yes. He dead, man. It's your, I'm it, here. It's your turn, sir. <clears throat> All right. Let's talk about Destiny 2. Who the hell cares? Let's talk about Blizzard general Blizzard news. There is a summer sale currently going on in the uh, Blizzard gear store. Um, some things of note. The jerseys that they did for Overwatch for uh, last year are on sale for like under $15 now, this a is piece right before now. Before the Owl, mm. correct? Before the Overwatch League? Yes, this was what they did at BlizzCon last year. They did like a um, Olympic-style country versus country That, that was just uh, for event. the sake of anybody listening that may be thinking, oh, Owl jerseys are on sale. No, They're these not. are the Overwatch League, or the Overwatch World yeah, Cup is what they called it. Yeah, The okay. Overwatch World Cup. Um, so like $13.75 if you like Australia, China, UK, or Sweden. Those are the ones that I saw. Goddamn Swedes, bork, 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 fork, fork, fork. Yep. Hey, I wanted, they have a bunch of, I wanted Sweden to do well. They have a bunch of Overwatch shirts on sale for like twelve to sixteen dollars. They have a bunch of hoodies on sale for like thirty-five, like yeah, thirty-five, forty bucks. The same shit they do um, pretty much every year. It's the garbage they had sitting around. Yeah. They have some Warcraft, or, or they have hats on sale for like twenty dollars and below. Um, check it out. The, hey, the Doomhammer replica is on sale for $280 instead of $400. So and the base is on sale for $37. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to buy Gavril the base only. So that <laughs> I yeah. just, I'm just like, why? There's why sell them separately? That, it's literally no point. There's no point if in selling them separately. Why do it? Exactly. I mean, if you're going to sell something for 400 bucks, you think you can I'm throw it in the fucking stand? I'm pretty certain it comes stand? with the stand. I hope it does at least. <clears throat> I mean, it's like, it's like okay, I've, I bought this toy from my kid. Batteries sold separately. That's fine. I bought this Doomhammer. Stand is sold separately. What am I supposed to do with it? Exactly. Well, <laughs> you can put something on it that's not Doomhammer. If, if you really want dragon wanted. dildos. That's what needs to be on the Doomhammer. <laughs> Just cover it with yes. dragon dildos. That's exactly right. Prominently display your dragon dildos when you're not using them. Why do you have yes. dragon dildos? I do not. I don't believe you. <sighs> this is... Elby says that you can swing it at someone just like Doomhammer. Oh, dear okay. God. This is, this is the persona I have built for myself, and unfortunately, they buy the persona. Yes, he has a your plethora of dragon dildos. That is exactly correct. There is a whole room in my 800 square foot apartment that I share with a wife and a cat. It's dedicated to nothing but dra- we don't we don't sleep in the bedroom. That, is, that is just my display. That is, the, that is just my display room for all of the dragon dildos I have. Yep, and they no. atta- they sleep with the dragon dildos on each other. Giggity-giggity. And no. one of them is Chromie. Yep. No. Uh-huh. One of them's Ali. No. Gotta have an Alex Strasser. It's a chromy, it's no. a chromy butt plug, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Put it right into the cavern of time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I quit. I'm not drunk enough for this yet. It's, it's 10.57 in the morning. I'm not drunk enough for this yet. Drink another. 
I'm sorry. I'd have to actually get up from my computer while we're live Chromie, recording. And go Chromie in the Cavern of Time is going to be the show title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Are we ready for the main topic? Yes. Yeah, sure. Let's get away from the okay. dragon dildos. This week on the main topic, we will be discussing dragon dildos. the metagame. The metagame. Now, we refer to the metagame like everybody knows what this is, and I'm sure a lot of people are aware of what a metagame is, but I know that there's listeners out there who are new and do not understand the phrase metagame or what is a metagame or why do we care about the metagame or we constantly wanna... refer to it. <laughs> so let's maybe go to Gavril first and figure out what is a metagame. Okay, so... <clears throat> The meta to something refers to the game outside the game, the game inside or outside the game. Um, it is mostly used in competitive games, uh, games that are usually player versus player. Um, meta games have existed for a very long time. The meta, the meta, quote unquote, uh, of a game has existed for a long time. Uh, you had certain, you had RPGs and things like that that came up early in uh, gaming history that were designed such a way that if you use a certain group or party everything just was broken uh a meta specifically refers to say the in overwatch there is a dive comp where there is a stall comp those are both metas um typically when you refer to a meta you're referring to the overall strategy associated with the game so league of legends is like mobas are really good examples of metas um uh what is it uh, adc and support in bot lane uh mid lane roamer jungler and a top lane bruiser i think when was the did meta you for last play time. league of legends <laughs> a long time ago ad uh, carries pretty much don't exist anymore nowadays from what i understand yes but <laughs> shut the fuck up and let me explain what the fucking meta is okay um so that was that was kind of the whole conceit that was your meta was that you had an attack a ranged attack damage carry in the bottom with a support with a mid lane roamer a jungler and a tanky bruisey top and that was the meta and if you wanted to thrive within the meta you had to follow the meta which means that while your team cop might be more on a bursty divey kind of situation like that's how your team likes to play you may be forced to play into the meta because the meta exists and the meta is the meta exists because it is just so strong typically so the meta is more or less a strategy that you're employing for a game and with a moba i'm assuming you're talking about picking characters that fit into that strategy correct so uh, a very popular meta meta set of picks was uh it literally any support and like a Caitlyn or a Tristana or a um, Cogma and bottom. Anybody that could build heavily ranged attack damage. That would be like a league meta. Yep. Or how about some like Heroes of the Storm references? Because I don't know who these characters are. Okay, so for like a Heroes of the Storm reference. Um, dive on comp. A, Just go dive comp. No. Uh, on a map typical, on a map like um, let's take Braxis Holdout. On a map on Braxis Holdout. Typically you start off you start off your game in the draft. You a basic meta is a full tank, uh, a solo a solo full tank, or a, a solo tank plus a bruiser like Sonya. Um, 
a single support like uh, a Lili uh, or a Stukov with a caster and a melee uh, up front. That's a typical League of as uh, a typical Heroes of the Storm meta. Uh, if you take the solo tank, you would then add just like another uh, physical auto attacker, like a tracer or a Vala or something, or a Vala, something like okay. that. Yeah. Um, on Braxis Holdout, you would also start off uh, is a a one four combination. You would start off with one solo laner plus a four and another lane, and you would fight off until you get to the actual objective phases. Okay, so it's... That's a typical meta for Braxis Holdout. A strategy, but also the picks that go into that strategy. Oh yeah, the meta the meta can be defined, in, especially in a game like Heroes, based on map and drafting. Okay. Uh, if it, go on. No, no, go, 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 go. Ahead. I was gonna say um, it depends on entirely what you what the other team has played, what they pick. First pick and second pick are the are the key essentials to kind of try and determine what the other team is doing. Right. And um, trying to hide that strategy, or trying to hide your strategy by picking heroes that they can't really figure out what the strategy is going exactly. to be. Exactly. If your if your strategy is built around, for example, an Illidan Abathur combo, it's a bad idea to first pick them. Because that then gives them the ability to counter into your picks. Exactly. Um, the thing is, a meta is a lot bigger of a subject than just one single map because there is an overarching meta that exists within say heroes of the storm we'll, we'll talk heroes of the storm since kevin is refer- familiar with heroes of the storm yeah there's an overall meta that exists within the game that influences the individual metas for maps yep like when dahaka came out the global meta became a thing yeah being picking heroes uh, that are able to kind of teleport anywhere on the map dahaka falstead brightwing um, Abathur, Momo, all of them became the global meta. Elidan, yeah. Uh, th- that was the global meta. So the whole purpose of it was that you had a lot of people that <clears throat> on their own were individually okay, but the fact of the matter is is that they could quickly converge on a single spot and just beat down one or two or maybe even three of the opponent's team members who were caught out. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And people were using the global meta even on small maps, hmm? like uh, the new um, the new haunted mines. Yep, yeah, the global meta has been map. used a lot on that, um, which is kind of funny because it's a very small map. It's very easy to reverse it, but you can use a global a global group at that time when the global meta was very strong. You could use a global group to do really well. Um, right now, um, I've seen a lot of hammer support combos. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, hammer support and like hammer abathur combos yep. are a thing. Uh, they've been a thing for a while because abathur's whole deal is typically to act as a support and to enable and to um, turn on the ability for an auto attacker to be absolutely batshit. Rhaegar also fits that slot. As does Ariel. Ariel. Rhaegar, those kind of characters fit that sort of slot of that particular meta, which is one strong, one very strong, which would be an ADC, but it's, it's a, it's a white hit. It's an auto attacker. Um, Tracer, Vala, Raynor. Yeah. uh, 
that that that's that's been a meta in the past. That that was a meta very much for quite a while, and it's still considered a valid meta pick, just not as much because of the amount of burst damage and the tankiness that kind of exists right now. I mean, I mean, look at one of the metas that we've discussed on the show many times, just by how much she changed it. The healer meta, especially with the introduction of Ana, mm-hmm. like she completely redesigned the healer meta, and is one of the big reasons that we see two that we saw two supports everywhere. Um, Medivh was a huge meta shift. Oh, yeah. Because he represented the ability to pick a specialist that could act as an off support. Mm-hmm. Um, so metas, it's it's a little bit more diverse than just saying, oh, well, you pick this group. It's a bit more of a diverse statement than just saying that, oh, well, the meta pick is uh rogue mage priest so it has to be rogue mage you have to pick rogue 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 mage priest which was a which was a which was the meta for a very long time in the world of warcraft 3v3 arena yep Hmm. was rmp rmp was just one of the strongest combinations you could possibly pick so the thing about a meta is that if you don't play the meta you have to find a way around the meta Hmm. which is usually a meta breaking build or a meta or a meta counter. Um, so say you've got uh, a bruiser, two bruisers. Um, say you well, got two let, bruisers. Let's just take dive comp. Dive comp is probably okay, dive a, comp. a big one. So you've got like Diva, Tracer, um, Illidan. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, Blaze. Who else am I missing? Karazim. Karazim, yeah. So that's kind of a divey comp. That's kind of a comp that sort of relies on getting the jump on somebody. Or just going balls just out on, on a hero. Just completely on, fucking their day yeah. up. Yeah, they, that, that kind of, like a dive comp is really sort of predicated on the concept of being able to peel off your opponents. Yep. And all, almost every single one of those people can help out in peeling off an opponent effectively or grouping them together. Um and you you have to be aware that this other team is going to do that yes that's it's very important so in games like league and dota that's why you scout yep that's why you have your scout player who is dropping wards all over the map and in hots it's a little bit different we don't really have scouting per se a few people do lunara and medivh basically yeah uh chromie ludara medivh and chromie the stealthers yeah uh, not after the not after the nerf, <laughs> not after that stealth nerf. Um, so it's so you're so the the thing that we're going the example we're going with is the team has chosen a dive comp. They're mm-hmm. going to jump your damage characters immediately as soon as they fight to try to pick them yep. off. How do you counter right. that? What what do you need to do to counter that? Hard CC, group wide hard CC or burst damage. So stuns. Stuns, slows, roots, confusions, fears. Um, those do really effectively. Those those were really very effective against dive comps. Yep. Uh, because it removes their ability to burst out the group. Mm. Okay. Because um, <clears throat> the whole point of a dive comp is to just pick one character and, pop and collapse on them. Mm. And it's usually sort of like the core character. It's their really it's strong. It's usually Kalefoss. That's what I was going to say. It's like their Kael'thas or <clears throat> their Cilladin. 
<laughs> or the Illidan, uh, or the Morales. It, it, yeah. When we the play support. our Chogal. <laughs> Stop playing Chogal then. So if if nope. you go for, you know, a hard CC or a hard stun comp to combat that, doesn't that just become the new meta to just choose the stun comp? That's that's the whole point of a meta is that it evolves constantly. Eventually, the meta will be solved, quote-unquote. To solve a meta means you find the perfect composition for whatever game you're playing, and you have a statistically... You, you, have, a, you, have, a more, you have a greater than 50% chance of winning your games. Okay. Basically. So the whole point of a meta is to win more than 50% of your games. If you win more than 50% of your games, you are... You've... You've essentially solved the meta because you are beating the average. Okay. Um, it's just like Hearthstone. Hearthstone has meta decks. Uh, Q block, odd paladin, even paladin, uh, base hunter, base hunter, things like that. Those are those are meta decks. At which point, then the community goes into overdrive, attempting to figure out how to counter the meta deck. So, what cards do I play to? get rid of the powerful cards that they're that. trying to play. Yep. Okay. Jade Druid. Mm-hmm. Jade Druid. Blizzard had to print a card <laughs> to deal with Jade Druid. Yep. That's funny. So uh, they had to make a card specifically to deal with Jade Druid in the next expansion. Wow. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> so who and they who creates these metas? How does a meta get meta- created? Chris, did you want to talk about that? Um metas are typically created by Pretty much everyone they're very player driven they're based on uh, buffs. yeah they just kind of happen they're they're player driven but they could also be based on buffs and nerfs to heroes and maps um the competitive scene has a big factor in it purely because and, people see it and then they play and people and, try yeah. it <laughs> a, a lot of people myself included feel like they have an outsized influence yeah no i agree with that metas. i think they have a way overdrafted uh influence on the meta well, like two years ago when was it tempo storm played murky in um one of the competitive <laughs> matches at uh blizzard at blizzcon, at BlizzCon yeah and then like I how many murkies we did row. you see <laughs> like murkies all over the place and like falstad i think recently in the past year some people are playing a lot of Falstad, then all of a sudden you see tons of Falstad in all your games. Falstad was a sleeper. Falstad was a sleeper, though. Yeah, no one, yeah. And that, was just, that, that was just because the community didn't like Falstad's kid. And I think people yeah. just, like, they don't realize that these competitive players who play, like, Falstad or Murky, they are really good at them, and they think they can jump in and be as good or dominate a game just by picking them up for the first time, and, like... It's like me <clears> trying to play Murky with Daniel in the group. <laughs> It doesn't go yeah. well. Yeah, he's just a way better marquee <laughs> player. But, but it's the same. It's mm. like him trying to play Tracer when I'm in the group. Yeah. And I, the the one thing that you mentioned about like buffs and nerfs to heroes, I think that's why players are really, you know, digging into patch notes every time they come out. They want to see like what did they make better, what did they make worse, how can I exploit that to, you know, play a certain character that maybe seems overpowered now versus another. And, you know, try to build a meta around that. Well, that's that's been happening for years, though. I mean, World of Warcraft had a competitive rating meta for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you needed to bring a certain number of battle reses and a certain number, uh, a certain combination of buffs and a certain, 
in certain ratios of uh, you always had to have versus melee. Do you remember back in the day for vanilla uh, for at least vanilla and burning crusade? You always had to have a shaman for each group. Back no, on the because horn. I raided alliance. Yes. Okay. Well, so did I. So did I. But I, I remember. I remember the horde talking about it. They always had to have a shaman pair group because their totems only worked on their out, groups. Yeah, on the individual groups. So they needed. A, they, it was a forty-man raid. They needed at least what forty divided by five is eight. eight. They need at least eight shamans, one for every group. Um, and well, paladins, you needed what four at least to effectively buff the whole group with everything and it would still run out halfway through and they'd be yeah. rebuffing <laughs> this was only a two minute buff or something it like was that it was two minutes to start with yeah back in the day <clears throat> so there there, there there are metas that exist within every game uh, i mean wow still has meta the fights are still driven by specific metas hmm? um you still in a lot of fights you still need to bring a certain ratio of melee to ranged to spell damage and a certain composition of tanks if you want to be the most effective that you possibly mm-hmm. can. And in Mythic um, Plus. At the, at, the bone, at the bones of it, a 10-man ten ten meta is, uh, what, 235? 235, yeah. Two that's, tanks, three healers, five DPS. Yep, that's, uh, and for the DPS, you'd want at least three range, two melee. Yep. And depending on the fight. <clears throat> depending on the fight, you'd maybe want one of those melee to be arranged. <laughs> You might want no melee on exactly. that fight. There might be a there might be a cleave that deals that doesn't split its damage between the part tar- targets. There might be a whirlwind or something that it just creates more of a problem if you have melee in. Yeah, melee is still good on the fight, but if you want to maximize your chance of cleaning the fight easily, you go all ranged. Yeah. So where do people go to find out about what the metas are? Uh, follow news sources, play the game more than anything the, else. Yeah, the biggest one is just play it because you'll learn it over time. Yeah, a, a meta, like I said, a meta is an organic thing. You can't just you can sit down and go to Icy Veins or MMO Champion or Hearthpone or or Hearthhead or you know all these other places that have meta information. Uh, oh God, uh, the EV hot slogs. No, no, I'm I'm thinking of the fighting game meta rankings. Um. EOO or EVVO or whatever it is. I can't uh, remember off the top of my head. The, the fighting game tournament. Uh, you have to pour over logs and information and data, or you find somebody that aggregates that information for you, like Icy Veins or MMO Champion or Hearthpone or what was it? Heroes ne- It used to be Heroes Nexus and they closed that down. It's Hot, lo- hot Slogs now that does it all for you. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you go to those places and they have a breakdown. The problem is, is that that's the breakdown of how they view the meta. And if that say that website that you're looking at is based in Belgium and you're a US player, the yeah. US meta is going to look a lot different than the European meta. Oh, Why yeah. is that? How many times have I said to you guys that when I'm playing heroes with you in America, the European meta is almost completely different. It can, it throws me so much when I play with you guys sometimes. But if, if we're all playing with the same heroes, why is one meta more popular in one part of the country or, you know, one part of the world than the other? It's just culture. Just because remember, there, remember, there's three separate servers. There's U.S., Oceania. There's North. There's, Amer- there's the Americas, Oceania, and Europe. No, there's the Americas. There's Asia and Europe. Asia and Europe. Okay. Because Oceania is part is of part of the Americas. Yeah, it's actually part, part of the Americas. Americas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. 
Hmm. Um, you have three those three servers. Your players don't overlap within those three servers usually. So what one community in the Americas finds works really, really well. A group in Asia might say, oh, that's stupid. I, this comp works so much better against our playstyle because, again, they're, they're overall overall types, overall communities play the game differently. Europe was doing the three, the two, the two support before Anna even came out. Hmm? Europe was the one that kind of started the two supports, and then that gets picked um, up. Dive comp, I believe, is an Asian is dive comp mostly is completely related to Asia. an Asian one. Yep, hmm. I think so. I'm not 100. percent But metas metas change region to region. Okay. That's interesting. Is there any game, it, like Blizzard game in particular, where the meta is similar for all players? Is World um, of Warcraft like that? Not no, really. All of the, because, not because, really. because there is no global server where everyone plays together, each region has its own different kind of build and setup. I, I think, and I mean... I think <sighs> WoW PvE is probably the closest you're going to get. I think... No, I think actually... <sighs> Well, the problem with it is, is that it's kind of hard because it is such a... I was going to say StarCraft 2. Mm. But there are so many different little flavors of the individual metas. There are so many different build orders that you can possibly do. Um, and a, a Korean pro will have a different strategy than a US pro or a European pro. Like, they may have the same... You know, they may all be playing Mech Terran, but each of them goes about it in a slightly different way that's optimized for their playstyle. Exactly. Mm. Um, so even within a meta, there's like a sub meta. Yeah. Oh, there's so uh, many sub metas within a basic within a global meta. I think Hearthstone might actually have the closest thing to a stable meta across the world. Probably. Yeah. No. Yeah. Probably. There's only so many combinations I, I, I of cards. Yeah. Again, but the thing is, a meta is not just the combinations of the group and things like that. It's it's the regional playstyles are involved in it too. So there are regional playstyles. Um US uh, uh, players in the Americas tend to lean towards uh bursty assassins if brute I remember correctly. Force. Brute force bursty assassins, big bruisers, uh multi bruiser combinate combos. Uh the Europeans tend to be like more of a chasey sort of yeah. uh Big burst, huge burst, like glass cannon burst. Yep. In my experience. And Asia tends to be much more on the dive, sort of like wolf pack, move as a group, kind of pick people off as you go through the map. Yep. Mm. That's kind of the thought process that I've seen the most in there. No, I um, agree with that. I, I, I can't guarantee that that's accurate because a lot of this data is based on old old periods of time and things of that. So I couldn't guarantee that it's correct, but that's, that was my read on the old metas. No, I would agree with that. Uh, at least on the, at least, at least for heroes, I would agree with that. Now, the, the interesting question is, is like, is there ever not a meta? Hmm. Because that's kind of like the flip side of what we're dealing with right there is like, is there ever not a meta? Uh, or is it always going to be a meta? And Chris, I think there's always going to be at least some type of a meta. It might, it, it might get to the point where 
it's the baseline it's just the basic very bitch meta baseline ba- yeah kind of where it's like this is the very basics of the meta but you can kind of do what you want within that i think that there are occasions where there becomes no meta but at the same time there is always going to be that basic core like there's always going to be the basic core of three dps one support one tank yeah that's kind of like the default as a meta yeah I, I, well, I think, and like HOTS, I think that even if the game completely turned on its head, you would still be able to see, people would still default to 3 DPS, a tank, and a healer. Yeah. Like, let's... The Holy Trinity. Yeah, like, let's say on <laughs> Trinity, Tuesday, yes. they release 20 new heroes all at once. People would and still try to synergize, changed. like, all stunning or all diving or all this or that. Well, I think that they would... If well, let's Let's take that thought experiment a step further. Let's say that they... Delete all the old heroes mm-hmm. and release 56 brand new heroes Okay, that are not copies or similar in any way to the existing heroes. There is no meta for a period of time besides the most basic of metas. This is the guy that makes other people punch him. This is the guy that heals those people when they get punched. These are the guys that punch other people. Right, right. But you, that is yeah. the most basic basic meta and that will always exist in sort of that, like a sort of like com- that competitive pvp mm-hmm. game now um you, you, hearthstone, yeah, hearthstone. Huh? i was gonna say in hearthstone, hearthstone you always talk about how the meta is kind of settling down in the first part of the month and then by the end of the month there's a very set meta yeah so the thing about hearthstone is that <clears throat> you still have your old meta unless a rotation happens when a rotation happens holy shit everything goes to hell in a handbasket real fast where there is no meta for a little bit yeah there is really no established meta at that point in time um so when a rotation happens that's bad news bears for a lot of people um (laughs) because you're not sure what works anymore uh when new cards are out you're not sure if your old deck like you might have an old deck that is still in standard at that point but you're not sure if that old deck is going to stand up to these new cards that have been introduced so there's not really a meta per se because there is no way for you to go okay dive comp beats burst comp burst comp beats uh uh tank comp tank comp beats dive comp or burst comp or whatever you know there's no real way to balance it out because it's like oh hey i'm gonna go play this aggro pirate this aggro uh this aggro warrior and it's like guess what i got like 26 new taunts that all cost one mana (laughs) and then that that stops that real quick yeah exactly um so i think hearthstone there always is a meta regardless of what you were playing there is always a meta but at some point, the meta breaks down completely, and it ceases to be an effective meta. And it kind of becomes the Wild West for a period of time. Uh, when rotations happen, Hearthstone is very much Wild West. It is it is rogue deck lists and all sorts of other craziness going around. Isn't that, you know, you say that it's very chaotic when that happens, and there's, you know, no set metas, but isn't that also the funnest time where you can kind of experiment and try different things and you know maybe come up it, with something that is really effective it can be it can be until you get your shit stomped in like 20 <laughs> games in a row yeah it can be um it's really fun to do experiment in new metas i mean that's one of the reasons why i like to draft cards why i draft magic the gathering is because there is no meta there is an overall meta 
that relates to it. It's like, oh, hey, I'm drafting Dominaria. I've got wizards and knights as my two archetypes. I'm going to take wizards out of this. And then all of a sudden you don't pull any more wizards. <laughs> so it's like there's an overarching meta that exists for it, but that doesn't preclude the game from just throwing you a curveball. Hmm. So now that we, you know, we know about metas and, you know, not being a meta, what about playing to the meta? You know, like if I'm playing Heroes of the Storm, should I play into the meta? Should I try to counter the meta? Like, you know, maybe take like quick match as an example versus a draft mode. May I, Chris? Oh, be my guest. Be my guest. Okay. Um, Sorry. Do you want to win? <laughs> do you want to win? Uh, yes. No, Jay, yes, no, I would like to win. Play the meta. Play the meta or play to counter the meta. One of the two. And counter metas are a meta in themselves. Hmm. Right. So it's like you either play... And I hate to say that, but it's it's a competitive game. Hmm. And you have a choice. You either win or you have fun. Well, I mean, you're still having fun if you win. But are you really having fun if you win when you're playing a hero you don't want to play? Because you're having to play to the meta. Yeah, I mean, and and that's why I think a lot of people get turned off by heroes because like we don't have a tank, and like this person has to play a tank, and they don't like playing tanks. But it's like, well, we need one, or we're gonna lose the game, pretty much. It's it's the same way in League, and it's the same way in Dota. Um, if you play if you play ranked Dota, it's like you have to follow the one, two, three, four, five position rules, mm -hmm. and. If you don't pick somebody that fits within the current meta for that position, you're a shitbag. It's just like you being you <laughs> last picking uh, Abathur when you have no tank, right? And an off support in heroes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's definitely like an archetype that you're trying to fit into, and people will definitely get angry at you if you don't fit the archetype. It really comes down to, do you want to have fun or do you want to win? And are you okay with your fun ruining the fun of four other people? <laughs> right. I mean, and I would say like the opposite for, or I would probably go more towards fun on quick match, right? Like I want to play the hero that I want to play and, you know, who cares who else I get in my group. And if I synergize with them, great. And if not, oh, well. So, and like often that's fine for that's fine for quick match, quick match yeah. yeah, but that's why I don't play ranked is because I don't want my fun in the time the free spare time I have I don't want my fun to be dictated by other people in who you that's should play, play. yeah that's literally yeah. what I said is why I don't play ranked that's why I play that's why I play TCGs that's why I play card games because it's one-on-one 99 percent of the time and i i would even say for a ranked match there's usually a few different types of heroes in different roles that i'm comfortable with so that if i do need to play a tank or an assassin then you know i'll be still having fun yeah but i i, I just i i think that i the thing is what happens if i don't like playing like I only have like one one tank I'm good at and I have any skill at and it's like I don't feel confident playing any other tank 
and the opposing team locks my tank and no one else on my team will pick a tank. Right. I'm not going to have fun playing ETC when I really wanted to play Varian or Tacit or, uh, or Tannis or, whoever. Yeah. or Johanna or somebody. I'm not going to have fun playing ETC when I wanted to play Varian or Artanis. Right. Yep. And I'm being forced into that role by my team. Mm-hmm. And then getting called out and like yelled at when you getting treated like shit for it. That, that's why I reject them. competitive MOBAs like that. Whereas when you're going into ranked, you are expected to be able to play well in all the roles because you don't know what you'll be doing. Yep. Unless you're queuing in with a group. Yep. Unless you're queuing in with a, with a full five and you guys have got your own, you know what you are doing in regards to this person's a support, this person's the bruiser, this person's a specialist. If you're queuing just as a solo or duo queue, you are expected to be able to fill as many roles as possible. And if you fill can't... as many holes as possible? Exactly. If you can't, you are screwing over the team. Yeah. And I don't because you cannot play into the mail. I don't want to be responsible for fucking up somebody else's game. And I don't also want people to dictate how I play the game. So yeah. I don't play ranked. And, Which is fair enough. And I would even say, like, it's not just the role that you pick, but it's also, like, trying to synergize talents. You know, if you have someone who can dump AoE damage on someone, you shouldn't be picking a hero that's, like, knocking people away or fearing them. You know, you want people to be I shouldn't grouped be up. Playing Robo, I shouldn't be picking Robo Goblin. I should be picking Gravabomb. Right. Yes. Right. So, you know, it's not only your pick, but it's also, like, making sure that that player fits the play style. Making sure that everything synergizes. Yeah. And I think ultimately you'll have more fun if you synergize and can kind of feed off of one another um, versus picking someone who's going against the comp of everybody else on your team. But I don't want to play that character. I want to play the character that I wanted to play. Right. Which is it's one of the reasons that when it comes to Heroes of the Storm, Gavril and I have different attitudes towards it. I'm one of those people that likes jumping in because I... Personally, I see myself as I am competent at as, as many roles in Heroes as possible. Mm-hmm. I, if you need a Johanna, I will jump on a Johanna. If you need a Sylvanas, I can jump on a Sylvanas, no problem. And I am happy to play any role that comes up, which is why I prioritize ranked and unranked draft. Whereas Chris, he wants to play... Uh, whereas Gavril, sorry, he wants to play within the, the heroes he wants to play, which is fine. But he is one of those people that sticks to quick match because he doesn't want to screw over those other people. Yeah. He, he, so it it's it's all good. <laughs> this is not Daniel locking in Murky every fucking game. Exactly. <laughs> Daniel. We know you listen. Daniel. Daniel. Now, of course, then you realize that Bijan and I do lock in Chogal every single game. But you guys don't do that in ranked, so it's fine. <laughs> We've done that in ranked before. Oh, you guys are terrible people. Yeah. I mean so sure. so I don't think that there's a a 50-50 split between do I have fun or do I play the meta? I think there's definitely a line that you can ride there down the middle. It, it's it's which is unranked preference. draft. Yeah. Yeah. It's unranked draft personal. is that middle ground where you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want, but it's still a ranked experience. And people, and people still bitch about it, though, like <laughs> yeah. it's ranked. <laughs> they yeah. treat it as if it's ranked, for sure. Yeah, they treat it... They, people treat quick match and they treat people unranked treat quick match draft. Like it's ranked. Like it's ranked. It's, 
like it's fucking ranked, and that's why I don't do draft at all. People, in tr- heroes. people treat quick, ma- quick match like they're playing at BlizzCon. Oh, I sometimes it's ridiculous. I definitely raged at some people in quick match recently, <laughs> which I tell you to stop doing because it's fucking quick and match. I, and I actually used Chris's uh, phrase. Are there Which are your one? parents brother and sister, yeah. or do you want to die in a fire? <laughs> are your parents brother and sister? And oh, okay. this butcher just says back to me, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are the reason toxicity exists in Heroes of the Storm. You know, you're going. I I learned it from uh, Vince because, like, I learned it from watching you. Funny, like, no, we'll be we'll be in a game of like four people and like a, a chicken sandwich, which is just like a random person that gets added to our group. And um, we'll be going along fine. Everything's fine. And then, like, something will happen and Vince will die. And then, like, you'll hear him stop talking and you'll hear the keyboard. And we're like, oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> and then, like, I will not some kind of flame. The great Vincent some <laughs> kind of flame will go out to the chicken sandwich being like, why the hell weren't you at the team fight or something like that? <laughs> it's just, it's fucking hilarious See, every time. This is why, regardless of what mode I play in Heroes of the Storm, I have Ally Chat turned off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I leave it I'm, on just to listen to the just listen to the hate. <laughs> I when I'm sitting doing duos with Ben, I, I I just get I I just hear him saying, "Oh, why are they saying that? Why are they saying that?" I'm and I'm just sitting there chill because I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious to listen to to watch. So I won't join voice chat. Fuck that noise. No, here's the thing on voice chat because you can hear the person. I've been getting less of a. Let's go fuck your mother yeah. in voice chat. I get more of I got a lot more of it when I had Ally Chat turned on. In voice chat, I'm not getting a lot of it. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong, suddenly there is a Russian there and they're telling me to go have sex with my mother. <laughs> your mother is fuck. But that's Russian, so what are you gonna do? Your mother is fuck right. on dick right now. And I, I, I will say I say that purely because the only reason I don't play Dota is because I got too many Russians telling me to go fuck my mother. at Mid our feed, mid our feed. Okay, let's let's not get into the the Russians. Um. <clears throat> okay, so I mean that's all that I thought to go over. Did you guys? Do you think we missed something or? Nope. No, that we're good. I think yeah. we good. Play the meta. Or all not right. Play the meta. It's your choice. It's really your fucking choice. Like a meta Just... is not what's gonna fucking define a meta. Does not define your um. Does not define your enjoyment of the game. It defines where you play. So if if you're not if you if if you want to just play what you want, whatever, don't jump in a rank because you are screwing over other people. I mean, you can be a dick if you want to. I mean, that's really you do you, boo. But you know, don't be a dick. <laughs> try not yeah. to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. Try not you to be a you, dick. Boo. All right, motherfuckers. Final thoughts, Kevin. Don't do that, Chris. Uh, metas are what they are, and they will always be. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Kevin, do you happen to have a uh, do that or don't do that this week? Yes, and it unfortunately is a don't do that this week. Um, that fucking train toy in WoW that makes everyone choo-choo. I have a counter to you. First of all. I told him already. First of all. You can destroy it. You can just I get told him to destroy already. it. The na- the, and if you don't- the gnome voice, I hate it. I hate it. So when someone they makes turn me turn off in-game voices, when someone makes me choo choo, and I'm like choo choo, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill. So this sounds person. just like you, Kevin. There are multiple toys that destroy it, and there are multiple pets that destroy it. Nope. 
I, I know. I want for a me, list after the show. Little, I know for me, I have little XT bounds have, to just click when that fucker th- thing shows up. I have little XT also, but I also have my toy train set bound. Oh, yeah, I have the toy, t- toy train set bound as well, don't <laughs> worry. Assholes. Okay. You're part of the problem. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. But the thing is, we but both have... Is, we can both get have, rid of it. I have XT. He's actually one of my favorite pets, so I keep him out a lot of the time. I love XT. Just because in the beginning, he used the raid accurate audio... Yeah, I love when it. When they first released the Lex T, they used raid accurate audio for him. So you would be in like the trade district in Stormwind, and you would hear no, 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 no from the Lex <laughs> T in the Cathedral District. It was great. I you love were it. hearing him all the way across town. I think it was hilarious. All the pets and wow, Lex T is my favorite. I want a fucking list of <laughs> um, what I can KT. do to destroy that Lil goddamn KT's train. Really good. Little Wind is really train. good as well. Yes, Little Rag is good. Wind up. Train Smasher. You buy that in Old Dollaran. Wind up Train Smasher. Okay. Little XT. Get There's something store. else that does it too. Uh, there is else. another pet that does it that's an in-game pet. But I can't remember which one it is. Isn't it like the Gorilla Toy the or something? Train I think it's, set is I think it's, it's one of the Gorilla pets, I want to say. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like a Yeti or a Gorilla. I don't know. It's the Yeti. Okay. I like a hundred percent confidence that yeah, it's one of the Yeti pets to do. I'm gonna have to see if I yeah, got dude, that train li- smasher. The train smasher is like 500 gold or something right, like that. Done. Yeah. Done. Or 50 or five. I'm or something. binding that to or a just key go, today. Or just go buy a little XT because <laughs> he's too cute. You're gonna buy him. I know he's adorable. He's a really good <laughs> mechanical hero, a mechanical pet for pet battles, anyways. Too. Yeah. Plus the nostalgia. What about you guys? <laughs> goes, no, 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 no. Um, don't complain about uh, the toy train in World of Warcraft because you can easily break the thing. That's my don't do that. <laughs> um, I'm pretty certain I've done this before, but don't go chasing waterfalls. You don't have. Go chasing waterfalls. Just wanted to make sure. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think that covers just about everything. Yep. It does. Um, we have no guests this week, so no plugs for guests. Yay! Ooh, still had to so- I still did have to mention it. You put it in the thing. I'm going to mention it. Um, that is going to be our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with a K. Uh, Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril underscore ET. That's two I's, one L. You can send your emails to feedback at AzerothCTC.com. The links for today's show can be found on our website, www.AzerothCTC.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you put all of our fine, fine words, sweet things. Go ears. Say sexy time, boys. Sexy, sexy time. time.